Welcome to another PA Policy Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck Nichols, alongside my co-host, Jason Gottesman, the spokesman for the House Republican Caucus here in Pennsylvania. Jason, this week, the budget hearings kicked off the House Appropriations Committee. And really, this is the chance that we had to hear from each department about about why we need to give them the spending that they're requesting. But it also illustrates just how far apart the governor's proposals are and the legislature's ideas are. Talk to us about what we heard this week, who testified, and uh, what did we learn? Well, it's uh, it's not every day that uh, Republican legislators in the Pennsylvania General Assembly get to be the adults in the room. But um, you know, this uh, week showed a huge contrast between what the governor has been putting forward, uh, not just in terms of bu- his budget, but overall governing, uh, and what uh, House Republican lawmakers have been putting forward in terms of our solutions to move Pennsylvania forward, not just through this pandemic, but into uh, prosperity. And that's something that uh, we take very seriously. So I-, I think, you know, this week, one of the things that we heard uh, from the governor's uh, Department of Revenue is how much they want to create a progressive tax, which uh, is unconstitutional. Uh, now, that progressive tax, and, and that is a uh, very nicely couched way of saying they want to uh, increase taxes on the middle class and small businesses, uh, would um, basically tax people the more, the, the more you make, the more you have to pay tax. In Pennsylvania, we have a uniform tax. So, one, it's unconstitutional. Number two, uh, House Republicans believe that uh, – a family of four with both parents making $43,000 a year shouldn't be paying more in taxes tomorrow than they do today because the governor wants to do that. So, um, you know, that's 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 number one, and that's that's the biggest thing. And two is that this personal income tax increase will hurt small business job creators who uh, have been unfairly targeted during this pandemic. So, uh, again, that's just sort of a non-starter from, from where we're going for. The governor likes to say that all this money is going to be going to education. Uh, that's not entirely true. A lot of it's going to fill uh, deficit spending that he wants to do. you got to remember that the, uh, the Department of, of, uh, of Health uh, and the Department of Human Services have continually overspend the appropriated amounts of their budget. So uh, additional money is needed to make sure that those additional expenditures are backfilled uh, because, uh, you know, this administration is a tax and spend administration. Uh, they have taken the, the notion of uh, robbing Peter to pay Paul and then forcing uh, Peter to take the blame for being robbed uh, to a, an illogical conclusion. Uh, but I think one of, one of the things that we also have to, to take a look at, too, is the, the complete mismanagement and, uh, you know, lack of oversight uh, in, in other departments. So the Department of Aging this week, I mean, man, you talk about some of the stuff that has really been going on during this pandemic that really should be outraging Pennsylvanians that, frankly, the news media has been reluctant to cover on a massive scale in Pennsylvania here is while the the New York governor is under fire for, uh, you know, a federal investigation and a criminal investigation into his handling of uh, putting people that are COVID positive into long-term care facilities and nursing homes, um, you know, we had the same thing happen here in Pennsylvania. And one of the things that we found out this week is, one, the attorney general is not going to be looking at the administration. He's going to be looking at nursing home operators uh, who, frankly, were overwhelmed and had to deal with changing circumstances and were not the ones who put the order in place to put COVID-positive patients back in their nursing homes. That was Wolf administration. Nor did they have any information on how to treat this disease better than anyone else. That is absolutely right. So Josh Shapiro, the attorney general, is going to sit on the sidelines and uh, play some cover for, uh, for, for, for Governor Wolf, his, his ally. 
Um, and I think that's that that's a shame. People deserve to have answers. Those uh, half of all deaths have occurred in nursing homes related to COVID-19. Have occurred in nursing homes and long-term care facilities because of this order. Twelve thousand Pennsylvanians have died as a result of Tom Wolf's order that puts COVID-positive patients back in nursing homes. New York governor is under criminal investigation, uh, federal investigation as well. Uh, Pennsylvania is currently under federal investigation, at least they were under the last uh, administration. Um, They have had to fudge the numbers and change them again and again. Um, And we found out this week that the Department of Aging was not consulted about this order. Uh, They are not going to be answering questions. They're trying to quash a federal subpoena uh, related to Brighton Rehab out in Beaver County uh, because they don't want to be responsible for uh, seniors. That's the Department of Aging uh, who is supposed to be responsible for helping and protecting seniors. Um, You know, this administration is full of, you know, lack of transparency, uh, potential cover-ups, and failing to to, to follow through on their very basic mission to to better Pennsylvanians. Now, the last thing I'll point out here is that we heard out from the Department of State. Uh, Now, they have... Man, the Department of State. Yeah, let, they've been they've been having some bad times. Lately. Let me count the ways, Chuck. Let me count the ways. Um, and and I think one of the things that we have to take into account here is you know we have a new secretary who's been on the job basically a week who was thrust in front of the House Appropriations Committee to answer questions, uh, completely unprepared to to do so, and and frankly didn't have answers. We saw that the Pennsylvania taxpayers paid for a uh, a, a plane to fly over. Democrat populist areas, encouraging them to return their ballots uh, that that didn't fly over rural Pennsylvania. Now, I'm not saying that that, that that's a problem, that they should have flown over rural Pennsylvania, too. But Pennsylvania taxpayers paid for an airplane to fly over cities telling them to return their ballots. Uh, uh, This is like the beach. Yeah, now people people might wonder why their hard-earned tax dollars are going to this plane to fly over uh, Philadelphia and Harrisburg and Allentown. To, uh, to 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 encourage Democrat populous areas to, uh, to 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 return their ballots. There, this is just ridiculous. This is again the statute of limitations issue on the um, uh, the, the the childhood sex uh, abuse survivors. Um, just a basic failure to carry out the uh, basic functions of government. Uh, the mismanagement. Uh, and the willful neglect of this administration, of this governor, of his cabinet secretaries, uh, has has been absolutely astounding. Um, and then let's just talk about the, the last thing. This has nothing to do with the budget hearings, but is this issue with the Moderna vaccine, where the, the lack of communication, uh, the lack of a plan, uh, the confusing and inconsistent guidance from the Department of Health, which usually we hear a lot from the Department of State, caused providers to give out second doses as first doses, now delaying the actual second doses for tens of thousands of Pennsylvanians by weeks. Um, you know, that is a failure of communication by the Department of Health, who has failed to have a plan from the very beginning. Um, this this administration is government uh, that is run amok. It, it doesn't make any sense. It's not working for the people of Pennsylvania. Um, you know, Governor Wolf likes to say he wants uh, jobs that pay, schools that teach, and, and government that works. Um, well, let me see. Government doesn't work for the people of Pennsylvania right now. Schools are closed. And uh, the governor has taken jobs away from hundreds of thousands of Pennsylvanians uh, through his economic shutdowns. Uh, it seems as though uh, the governor like has only been a politician for about six and a half years that his inexperience is showing because none of his broad topics are, are following through on their end goals right now. Uh, but thankfully, um, House Republicans uh, continue to have a plan. 
to uh, work through a lot of this stuff and step up where uh, others have, have failed. Now, Representative Tim O'Neill is our representative to the uh, Joint uh, Legislative Task Force uh, that is working on vaccine issues with the administration. Uh, you know, his background and experience of being brought to bear in logistics uh, to help with a lot of these things. Again, we passed uh, not rec- just recently a bill to utilize the Pennsylvania National Guard to uh, distribute vaccines. Now, the Wolf administration is out there spending taxpayer dollars on dealing with uh, third party vendors to try to help with the vaccine distribution when we would rather use, you know, sort of our things that people are already paying for here in Pennsylvania to help uh, utilize that infrastructure and build it out a little bit better. And this only adds to the confusion about how to get the vaccine. The information is so confusing right now. Yeah. So, you know, we have we have that, we have that work. So we passed legislation. We have members working on this issue specifically uh, to clear up a lot of this confusion uh, and to help improve our abysmal vaccine rollout numbers on economic recovery. Boy, do we uh, are we working hard. We, we've had Senate Bill 2 uh, to take away the governor's emergency authority so people don't have to live under the cloud uh, of, of, of unknown, inconsistent and perpetual shutdowns. Um, the governor shouldn't have the authority to do this. Uh, he has shown that with a heavy hand and the swipe of a pen, he can uh, really destroy Pennsylvania's economy. Uh, he's chosen to pick big box stores uh, as winners and small business job creators as losers. Uh, same thing he's doing with his tax plan, which is not going to go anywhere. Um, you know, we, we, we're advancing um, you know, this economic recovery task force, which is looking at proposals. Just this week, we sent out a survey to small businesses across Pennsylvania, asking them, how can we help you? Asking their feedback so we can inform the task, economic recovery task force. We want to hear from these small business job creators about what policies they want to see us take on in Harrisburg that can help them grow jobs, provide uh, family-sustaining wages, and help people live the American dream. Small businesses in this country, at least before Tom Wolf's uh, terrible uh, economic shutdowns, employed at least half of all, all, all Americans. Um, you know, they need to their, – their rebound is our national rebound. If we don't help our small business job creators, uh, we, we will never get anywhere in this country in terms of a COVID uh, economic recovery. So, um, you know, that's some of the work that the, ta- the task force is doing and on top of vetting uh, other legislation to, um, you know, which we'll, we'll talk about as the session advances to, um, to to really ramp up Pennsylvania's economy, make sure we get out of this this COVID uh, pandemic, uh, not, not only as good as we were before, but stronger to provide long-term sustainable growth that not only puts Pennsylvania uh, on, on a path to prosperity, but as Leader Benninghoff likes to say, makes us the envy of the East, makes us a, a state that other people want to uh, to, to emulate and, and be like. Um, r- right now, we are just like uh, Governor Cuomo in New York. We're, we're failing. We're floundering. Our seniors are dying as a result of the, this government's actions. We need to turn that around. We need to make sure that we are not uh, at the bottom tier of vaccine deployment. We make sure we're not at the, at the bottom tier of, of testing. We need to make sure we're not at the bottom tier of our economic growth. We need to make sure that we're coming out of this pandemic stronger and better than we ever have before. Um, you know, we always want to make sure government has uh, is, is, is something that people can be proud of. We're, we're, we're moving bills uh, constantly and working on and vetting proposals. We're protecting Pennsylvania families by working on this vaccine, by standing up for childhood sex abuse survivors, by standing up for crime victims. Um, you know, we have an agenda to move Pennsylvania forward. That's something that we are uh, eager to talk about. Leader Benninghoff just this week published an op-ed that has been in uh, dozens of papers across Pennsylvania talking about the work we've done on economic recovery. Uh, you know, one of the big pieces of that is, is coupling short, short-term relief with long-term 
long-term solutions. Um, that short-term relief was the nearly $1 billion in, uh, in, in funding that we put out, including a $145 million grant program for our hospitality industry. And we'll couple that with some of the long-term solutions I've been talking about. So, um, you know, that's his op-ed. I highly suggest you check it out. It's going to be in a paper near you, if it hasn't been already. Um, and, you know, we're looking forward to continuing to advance that agenda uh, going forward to the remainder of the session. This has been the PA Policy Podcast. Tune in for more on PA House Podcasts.